This is Mark Jacobs, the co-publisher of the Toledo City Paper, and I am talking with Ohio's senior senator, Sherrod Brown. How are you today, sir? It's an honor to be on your show. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so we're in some uh, new and strange times with uh, a lot of different perspectives and, and a lot of different things going on during the uh, the stay-at-home order from the governor. Uh, I know that uh, you've put several things in as proposals in recent weeks regarding this. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the uh, the stimulus checks that you're advocating for uh, Social Security recipients and veterans? Yeah, we um, well, the, the Congress passed it the insistence of a number of us, the Congress passed $1,200 check to go to everybody under a certain income level. Only millionaires don't need it, but $1,200 check to the great majority of Americans. Um, we asked the administration to send those checks out. Um, if you're a veteran, you, they, they have your address and your account, your bank account or your address to send those out. If you're a senior, if you're a Social Security beneficiary, they have those. If you're a taxpayer, they have those. Well, the, um, and they should go straight out. Well, the the IRS and the president decided that in order to qualify for a veteran on Social Security disability or on Social Security, you should have to file a tax return. And if you didn't file one, you got to file one now. And we just thought that was stupid. So we, um, I organized 42 other senators, a senator from New Hampshire and I, Maggie Hassan, and she and I organized um, 40, 40 other senators to sign a letter to the administration saying, that's just a stupid policy. Send it to anybody that you you can reach, Social Security, Social Security Disability, or veteran. Just send them those checks through their account that the government already has, or through the um, through, through the mail, and they shouldn't have to go through a whole lot of paperwork. So so far, the president changed his mind on Social Security and Social Security Disability. We're trying to get him to change his mind on veterans. So it just means they'll get their checks earlier, and they want it to go through the paperwork of doing it. I see. And then I, I know you had uh, advocated for a HEROES fund for frontline workers, for health care, first responders, even grocery store workers, for increased pay. Can you... Yeah, there, there are a lot of, yeah, there, there are a lot of um, Ohioans that are showing up. I mean, a number of people are privileged enough, to, privileged to be able to stay home and draw their salary, their pay, and, and be safe. But millions of workers are out every day. They're driving. They're driving city buses in Toledo. They're they're um, working at a hospital. They're a security person or a custodian somewhere. They they're um, they're you know they're they're uh, working at grocery stores. Uh, I talked to somebody the other day that works at Kroger, and she was saying that you know Kroger has done a pretty good job of keeping the workers safe, but um, some some places haven't. So. Our proposal is two things. One is that, that workers, that, that companies are mandated to keep make their workplaces safe. Um, if you're dealing with the public, there should be plexiglass, there should be masks available and gloves, all of that for people like grocery store clerks and bus drivers and, and um, obviously hospital workers. Uh, the second thing is they should get additional pay. These are mostly hourly lower income workers. Um, they work at grocery stores, they're driving buses, they're doing security, they're doing, they're cleaning up um, offices or workplaces. They should get a bonus, um, and we call it heroes pay for during this period. Um, they they are working so that to keep the rest of us safe and to provide.
provide essential work that that is absolutely necessary for our society to function. Well, and that, and I think that's that's a noble effort to to reward them or attempt to reward them for that. So that would would be something that would be in some kind of upcoming legislation. Yeah, we're trying to get that in the next round of, of, of coronavirus. Uh, it's a stimulus package call, whatever. It's it's. There have been three bills passed so far that Senator McConnell and, and the White House, sorry, Senator Schumer and the White House and Speaker Pelosi are working on a bill now um, to, to fill in some holes to fix the small business provisions that we voted that to help small companies, to, um, to help hospitals. But this would be in the next big package, we hope, which should come in another two or three or four weeks. And it's really important that these worker protections are in and it's really important that that there be um, that there be these hero bonuses for workers that are in the workplace now at, at, at risk of their own lives. And, you know, think about if you're if you're a Kroger worker, if you're a bus driver, you know, you're, you you go home at night and you may be carrying that virus and ex, and exposing your children, and um, they're not getting paid a lot of money. We ought to do something for them. Okay, I, I see in uh, uh, other proposals you have for upcoming legislation. Um, local journal- journalism support. Um, it's ironic at this time that uh, we're all relying on local journalism, local information. People are very hungry for it and ready for it. And, uh, you know, a, a publication similar to ours that is solely supported by advertising um, or even subscription-based pub- publications or, or journalism efforts uh, are having some some difficulties moving forward. So I, I appreciate that you had they have some proposal for uh, some relief package for those operations. Well, that that's exactly the point, Mr. Jacobs. That that um, you know it's it's local media that really um, keep people going. Local media that give people the opportunity. I mean, they, they see, you find things in you know whether it's your paper in Toledo. Or whether it's um, a local news station in Lima, uh, local people, re- you know, they rely on that kind of information. You won't see it in the New York Times. You're not going to see it in the Washington Post or the LA Times. Uh, you probably won't even see it in the Plain Dealer, the big, you know, the big sort of statewide papers. You need local journalism, and and I know there. I mean, any anybody I talk to in journalism is, yeah, I know they're squeezed because your advertising revenues uh, are. First of all, you can't sell. You aren't selling the retail anymore in the stores. People aren't picking up a paper um, like they were. And advertisers, when they're losing money all the way around, they're not selling much now. Most of those companies, they're they're going to cut. Advertising is one of the first things they're cutting, obviously. Right, and the and the concern is obviously that's going to be going forward. Uh, whatever this might look like when we get to the recovery, um, that advertising is probably going to be limited at least. So that that's a concern. Uh, let, let me ask you this: How uh, your schedule during all of this, during the crisis, the shutdown? Um, how are you still keeping busy? I mean, by phone, remotely? How's that working? I, I, I've worked as hard as I ever have. I'm working all at home. I mean, I, I understand the privilege I have to be able to work at home because I, I you know, a whole lot of people are laid off, and a whole lot of people are going to work. And I, I mean, I'm. I'm Plenty productive. I'm on the phone all day doing conference calls, doing meetings by phone, Zoom, doing Zoom, learning a whole lot about technology, Mr. Jacobs, that I didn't know before. Um, and it's important, though, that 
that I mean, it's 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 my job is to always be listening to people. What should be in the next package we do? You know, this coronavirus. It's also to talk to my colleagues. It's also to listen to. Uh, I talked to the Toledo Food Bank the other day. It's listening to um, people that serve the community now and how I can help them serve better. What do we do to help food banks? One of the things we did was the Department of Agriculture had a, a rule that whenever you get money at a food bank, you have to give. You have to show your ID. You have to give give yourself declared income. And if your income's above 200 percent of poverty, they don't give you the food. But it would just it just caused more congestion and more traffic in food banks because they had to give that information. And it meant that workers at the food bank, volunteers, um, a lot of seniors volunteer, a lot of, now the Ohio National Guard's helping there. Um, they had to get up close to the to the driver when instead they shouldn't have human contact during now. So the way they normally, you know, after we, we went to the Department of Agriculture, um, we finally convinced them after a lot of push. Um, convince the president and the Department of Agriculture to change their mind and get rid of that stupid rule. So now when you go to the food bank, you just you just um, pop your trunk and they put the food in your trunk and you never you never get close to the person volunteering there that you drive through. So things like that we learn from these calls all day. Sure. Uh, the uh, Obviously, uh, moving to a, a slightly different topic, we're in a presidential election year. Uh, what's the likelihood that we see uh, Sherrod Brown uh, in the vice presidential slot on the ticket? Um, I think there's almost no likelihood of that um, because the uh, vice president Biden has said he uh, the presumptive Democratic nominee that he, that he wants a woman on the ticket. He should have a woman on the ticket. I and I have lots of ideas there. I mean, there are a lot of women that that are in the Senate, that are governors, that are former state legislators, that are members of Congress that I think would be really good. So um, I plan to spend the next four years in, in the U.S. Senate. And I'm hopeful. Um, I don't know how many more, but I, I love this job and will continue to fight for Ohio in this job. Okay. The uh, Just uh, anything for our listeners as far as how you're spending this time? Or are you reading anything specific or anything, that a uh, tip you can give us on what to watch? Uh, um, well, no, my wife, my wife and I have found all kinds of good stuff at TV at night. We watched something called Unorthodox, which is pretty interesting, about um, about a woman in New York who was um, Jewish, Orthodox Jew, and she went off to Berlin. It's a pretty wonderful story. We watched, um, we watched, I watched the old baseball games when the Indians were in, were in the World Series. I watched a couple of those, you know, just old videos. Um, just a lot of things on at night. I, I watch the news, and I, I watch the president's briefings every night. And I, uh, you know, we know that he has so many times not telling the truth. And now, you know, I look at, I look at some of the wine. This isn't a partisan thing because the wine's a Republican and Trump's a Republican. But the wine is done um, because he was early and aggressive on dealing with coronavirus. Fewer people in Toledo and in Ohio will get sick because of the wine's actions. Nationally, because President Trump kept calling this a hoax and wouldn't deal with it, it didn't, didn't step up to the plate, delayed so long. We are so many weeks behind on getting safety equipment to our workers and getting testing equipment to our, to our country and to our hospitals and all. And, and it's, it's tragic because more people will die because of that inaction. 
um, in the country as a result. So I, I watch the president every night because I think I need to see it. Um, and it helps me understand kind of how we have to make this fight um, to deal with this pandemic. Well, uh, we uh, appreciate the hard work you're doing for all of us here in Ohio and uh, keep up the good work and thank you for your time here. And uh, I, I, we will put this, have this uploaded and have it available for our listeners here in Toledo and across the internet. Uh, thank, thank you and thank you and your wife uh, for Toledo City Paper. Thank you for local journalism. It, it really matters. It keeps the big boys a little more honest. So thank you for that. Okay, well, thanks and have a great day. All right, thanks, Mr. Jacobs. All right. Good talking to you. All right. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Now.